Well, hello, my friends. So I want to start by mentioning that I had COVID again, unfortunately, and that prevented me from doing the Pride 48 Live weekend that I had talked quite a bit about building up towards it. I got COVID just a few days before that weekend was hitting, and I really didn't even have much voice to be able to speak at the time. Now, I made several announcements via an Older Gay Guy Show's Facebook page about what was going on. And just so you know, all updated info and promos for all upcoming episodes and even periodic photos and memes, they will always be on an Older Gay Guy Show's Facebook page. So if you don't follow that Facebook page... Please do yourself a favor and follow it, or at least look it up once a month or so to see what's upcoming on the show or if there are any changes you need to know about. But I hope you enjoyed the sweeps period. I will still do the three-part construction site jerk-off story times in the first episodes for Season 9 just after the first of the year of 2024. But as you know, this was an all story time sweeps period, and I put some of the shows that I had previously had briefly on an older gay guy show, then I moved them to Joey After Dark, and then I kind of lost some for a while. But I put together those, and listenership was really good during that period, so I'm hoping that you all did enjoy that. Now, sit down, because this is going to be a shocker. So, I did not win a podcast award. (laughs) I told Paco, first of all, I I had even forgotten the night they were going to be on, because I haven't even been thinking about it this year. But I remember it partway through, so Paco and I turned it on, and I said to Paco, you know, if by any chance I win this award after having all those quite erotic story times that I told, if I do win the podcast award, I'm going to turn around and have to do like (laughs) story times every episode. And maybe I'll like win tons of awards for it. But no, I did not win it. And in all honesty, I did not expect that I was going to win. I kind of scuttled it myself by doing those story times. I did want to do this final episode before my break, just to let you know that I'm going to be taking a hiatus from the show. This is a purposeful, scheduled break I'm doing, and that's going to be from October 5th until December 7th, which is nine weeks. And what my plan is, I'm not just screwing off doing other things, I'm going to be doing show stuff all during that time. So my plan is to still do one show per week and put those episodes tucked away so I have nine episodes ready to go when I return on December 7th. So this, this is my thinking here, this will ensure a new episode will be released each Monday. And I'm hoping that that lead of nine shows or so, if I can still produce shows each week, so I always have nine shows ahead of time, that's going to be really important in case I do get ill again. 
then I'll be able to run episodes a little bit while I'm out sick. And then, well, fingers crossed, I would come back. And the plan also is for me to do some shorter episodes here and there, 10 to 15 minute shows. So that would mean that it would result in two episodes in some weeks. And I really think that's going to be great. But there is a topic that I want to talk about in this episode that I think you will be interested in. My name is Joey Hernandez, and you are listening to Shameless Hiatus, an episode of An Older Gay Guy Show. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com. So I have never really endorsed a TV show in my first eight seasons of doing this show. I talked quite a bit about some of the 1960s TV shows that I used to watch, but I don't really remember mentioning a recent TV show that I was really into. Well, today, that is going to change. I want to bring your attention to a series that you, like me, might not have really been aware of. Now, this is a series that had 11 seasons of 13 episodes. The series is called Shameless. And... (laughs) The way I discovered this show is the same way and what happened with House MD, a medical show with a bunch of humor in it. And I never watched House MD when it was on. I was aware of the show, but I just didn't think it'd be anything that I'd be interested in. And I'm on YouTube a lot, especially at night. And I'll watch shows, I'll watch entire TV shows, especially older ones from when I was growing up. I'll watch movies on there as well. And on YouTube, there would be clips that were no more than five or six minutes long. And for some reason, I don't even know why it was. It probably had some attractive guy that was shirtless in the thumbnail for the show. But I clicked on it. And it was a scene from House MD. And if you're not familiar with it at all, it's this middle-aged doctor that's addicted to pain pills because he got shot and his leg is messed up. But he's really brilliant and really annoying and quite funny. And as I watched the clip, I started thinking, hmm, this, this doctor, this house guy, seems like a decent character. So at the end of that clip, I watched another one, which took me to another one. And then over the course of four to six weeks or so, I would look at House MD clips over and over again, watching everyone that's online. And usually these clips have to do with the pivotal moment of when something might be diagnosed in a patient that was about to die and they didn't realize that this person had this illness. So it's like contained usually in the clips that they put online because that's usually a big part of the doctor's personality. So I had watched all these clips 
And finally, one day, I decided to look up HouseMD on the TV, and it was carried by one of the services I have. So I thought, okay, cool. I will go back, season one, episode one, and I will watch the entire shows. So I started watching the first one. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, that's that girl, right, that has leukemia. So I go to episode two. It starts out, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the nun, and you think she hasn't had sex, but she used to be a prostitute or something. And every time I was going to go to an episode of the show, I had seen a clip that was probably the pivotal moment in that episode. So it was kind of like spoiled for me. And that's what happened with Shameless. It started out because there is a gay couple on it. So Shameless is a TV series about several families that all have kids, teenagers down to toddlers. They all live in the poorest area of Chicago. And the thing is that every character is some sort of con man or drug dealer or alcoholic or sex addict or prison inmate or just living the thug life. But the show does it in a way that's like a black comedy type style. The show is very violent, but it doesn't show a lot of gratuitous blood. I mean, there's blood here or there, but it's not disgusting, disgusting. Everything's done kind of tongue in cheek in it. And I was introduced to the show from watching clips on YouTube. And fortunately, rather than giving away what was happening in each episode, it was more like about one character and they'll show a bunch of scenes of that character throughout, you know, the first few seasons of the show or whatever. And there's this gay couple, these two young guys that are neighbors. We meet them separately and they end up coming together. I don't want to give away why. But the whole reason I decided to take on a new 11-season show was because of this gay couple. They were kind of like the catalyst. So I am now on season three, and they're just now starting to gel as a couple, kind of being interested. And they've had sex, but... You don't know what they're going to be. You know, fuck buddies, a romantic couple, who knows what, if anything. So based on the clips that I've seen, they become much more pivotal in the future seasons. But I have to admit, it was nice to be able to go back to the beginning. Now, the thing that's different about Shameless for me is when I see gay characters on other shows... There's just something that doesn't work for me. They're usually way over the top in some sort of way, and it's just not the kind of thing that I like. If you listen to Northridge High Football Camp when I wrote that, none of the characters were, you know, lovey, lovey, kissy, kissy kind of people, sort of, but, you know, not really. And... So one of the couple, his name is Mickey Milkovich. He is my favorite character on Shameless. And I have to kind of even admit that I think I'm kind of in love with him a little bit. 
he's like the ultimate bad boy. So his character is first introduced in season one as this unkept, dirty thug. He has dirt and grease on his face quite often. They even made his teeth look kind of gross by putting some crap on them. But I guess once the character started becoming popular, when he was paired with this other character, they cleaned him up somewhat. So he's still poor, and he has old, ripped clothing, and he's still a con man, and is often in prison for brief periods of time. But they made his character vulnerable and very likable. And uh, I just have fallen for this guy that is would be so bad for you to be involved with. You know, unless you live that kind of life too, the other guy on the show that they pair him with is that kind of person as well. I think that most people would view Mickey's partner his name is Ian Gallagher, as the one that everyone thinks is the hotter of the couple because he's really well built and he has big muscles and he's a redhead and he gets involved in doing ROTC military training and stuff. And it's just the, the kind of person that most people would be into out of the two of them. But he's a perfect offset for Mickey and as a couple, they just really click. The series is a Showtime Network show that is now carried by Netflix, and that's where I'm finding it now. And I'm sure in the coming years, it'll be carried elsewhere as well. But the thing is, it's a show with a lot of violence, it has a lot of drug use, and it has a lot of nudity including some very impressive dick shots. And I'm only on season three out of 11 seasons. <laughs> so unless you find it like on some other cable network that would allow all of that that I just mentioned, then I'm afraid the show would be some sort of paler version of itself because they do a ton of edits. They take out all the swear words, which is like basically every fifth word on the show. So maybe it will never transfer to regular TV. I hope that's the case. But all the factors, you know, that make it so cutting edge, including the, certainly the nudity and the violence, which I'm surprised at that I enjoy the violence a lot in this show, in this particular show. But all those factors is what makes Shameless, well, Shameless, as the characters are. So try to see it in its original version if you can. Now, as a taste for what the show is about, I'm linking a YouTube video that concentrates on Mickey, my heartthrob, my favorite character, I'm such a fanboy about it. But I'll put that link down in the show notes. When you watch it, it's a bunch of clips all put together in like nine minutes. It's all out of context, but you'll at least get to see some of the fun that goes on in the show. So look for that link below, and it just goes to a YouTube video. Meanwhile, my friends, I am off for my hiatus. 
and I look forward to returning on December 7th. During the hiatus, please do look for still new videos on an older Gay Guy Show's YouTube channel. Watch for the return of the Beginner Diet and Fitness Show podcast in late December. And of course, make sure you follow an older Gay Guy Show's Facebook page for continued updates on all things that are being produced by me. So guys, thank you so much for staying with me this season. Thank you to everyone that voted for me for the podcast awards. I'm going to love my one, two, three, four, five, six. It's my seventh nomination trophy. I really look forward to that. Thank you. So until December, my friends, big hugs to you guys. Bye for now.